So today we are gathered because we want to ask you, do you want parks for the public and will you help us amplify this advocacy? So before we begin, I'd like us to share a quick situationer. Uh, can I ask our project officer, Jessica Uyan, to screen share our situationer? There you go. Thank you very much. So we are gathered here today to seek recommendations for the Nayong Filipino Cultural Park and Creative Hub in the new Seaside Road in Entertainment City, Paranaque. It is very near Manila Bay. It's right across Okada. So last October 2019, next slide please, the national government approved the development of the Nayong Filipino Cultural Park and Creative Hub at the Entertainment City New Seaside Road in Paranaque, Metro Manila. So the site is the property of the Nayong Filipino Foundation and it is one identified with high cultural, historical, heritage, and ecotourism values because of its proximity to the Las Piñas Paranaque Critical Habitat and Ecotourism Area or La Papachea. So the NPF Cultural Park and Creative Hub was intended not only as a place to learn about our natural and cultural heritage, but also as a venue for promoting sustainable tourism. The Nayong Pilipino Foundation started a series of multi-sectoral consultations called Umpukan sa Nayon. We call it community gathering for the benefit of our international um, guests this, this morning. So this Umpukan sa Nayon was started for the development of programs for the Nayong Pilipino Cultural Park and Creative Hub as we develop plans for the physical um, for the physical site, for the park, and also for the programs that we intend to have there. So let us show you a few slides. Um, briefly, this is how we imagine it. This is the latest um, design that we have initially. And the next slide will be um, how artists imagine the site. So it's going to be a place where children can enjoy green open spaces and the public can have uh, spaces to learn more about, um, for example, endemic plants, uh, the birds that we have. So we want to have an urban forest, for example, and some educational gardens. So to this morning, we want to ask three questions. What is the importance of urban parks and how can we start transforming spaces into urban parks? Second, what policies must be considered and implemented to make sure that the public can have more open parks? And third, how should the Nayong Pilipina Foundation property in Entertainment City be transformed as a space for its citizen-led biodiversity conservation? So before we begin the discussion and the introductions of our guest speakers for this morning, may I first introduce our Executive Director, Attorney K. Malilong, is better to share a few words. Good morning, everyone. We welcome you to the Nayong Pilipino Umpukan. In Nayong Pilipino, we believe in inclusive and participatory governance, and this exercise is one way by which we intend that value is a real thing. So Nayong Pilipino is a government corporation created in 1972, and this November 6th, we're turning 48. The reasons for our existence still exist. Uh, we were created to help end poverty. We were created for research in social sciences and the humanities. So now uh, the need to take care of our natural and cultural heritage remains. And we want that park in Entertainment City Paranaque to be a space that does that. 
Um, so it's 15 hectares, about 5.5 hectares is being leased because Nayon needs income and we don't get money from GAA. Um, two hectares is being used as a quarantine facility. But as soon as this pandemic is done, that whole nine hectares should really be used as a park. The lease is for 25 years, so let's see what happens uh, after that's done. So if you find out other ways to fund it, for example. Um, so we're very happy to have officials from the Department of Environment and Natural Resources with us this morning. So we consider, I mean, we know that Nayong Pilipino is a fellow duty bearer for the protection of the environment, for taking care of our natural heritage. And we want our site to be a space that promotes urban biodiversity. And we know that that expertise lies with the DENR. Because we want the park to mainstream wildlife conservation in its design, we are soliciting uh, the ideas of experts to make sure that that's done. And we can talk about that this morning. We want the Nayong Pilipino Cultural Park and Creative Hub to be a space that supports the DENR's mission. That is to mobilize our citizenry in protecting, conserving, and managing the environment and natural resources for the present and future generations. So thank you very much. Thank you for that, Attorney Kay. Carlo? Hello, everyone. Good morning. Uh, my name is Carlo Delantar. I am a trustee for the Philippine Parks and Biodiversity. First of all, uh, I really appreciate having the Philippine Parks and Biodiversity partnering with Nine Filipino. I could still remember when I heard about this news of this collaboration. First thing was those field trips going to Nine Filipino. So when I heard about the plans to uh, have this new cultural park and creative hub, uh, I was super ecstatic. So for, for this talk, I'm really happy that the, the, the panelists and speakers that are joining us are um, members of the state. They're part of the government. We have uh, professors as well. And we, we will talk more about how we can create urban uh, spaces. Um, I, I love how uh, Attorney Karen talked about, you know, we need... Uh, vast spaces, green and open spaces, not just for the wilderness, but also for, um, for, for the citizens. Uh, most especially now with the pandemic, we, we see that we are yearning for to go outside. And definitely th these are one of those lights that uh, we are excited to see. So thank you so much for having us and I'm excited to moderate this conversation. Thank you for that, Carlo. So now, uh, without further ado, I'd like to introduce the first speaker for this morning. Uh, Carlito Castaneda is currently the Chief of the Protected Area Management and Biodiversity Conservation Section of the DNNR National Capital Region. Uh, he specialized in forestry at the Gregorio Araneta University Foundation, and he was formerly an ecosystems management specialist at the DNR National Capital Region and a forester at DNR Cordillera Administrative Region. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm honored to introduce Carolito Casaneda. Hello, good morning, uh, participants and panelists. I am Forester Carolito P. Castaneda from the Protected Area Management and Biodiversity Conservation Section of the DNRNCR. Uh, I'm pleased to be one of the uh, speakers here in our uh, Umpukan Sanayan. 
And uh, I am also thankful on behalf of our regional executive director to be of help to the uh, vision, mission and vision of the uh, Nayong Filipino Foundation to have uh, a part, to establish a part uh, within the Nayong Filipino. That's all, and uh, thank you for uh, inviting me to this event. Uh, uh, thank you very, very much for that. Um, it's nice to hear these words from you that uh, you will help us drum up and amplify the need for public parks. Uh, our next speaker is Ray Aguinaldo. He is one of the 10 national mentors of the National Integrated Protected Area System, or NIPAS, Management Capacity Training, organized by the National Oceanic Atmospheric Administration of the United States and the Biodiversity Management Bureau. He is one of the pioneering biologists of DNR in the implementation of the Manila Bay Environmental Management Project way back in 2003. Ray Aguinaldo is a graduate of Bachelor of Science in Zoology at the University of Santo Tomas and holds a master's degree in business administration. So at present, he is the protected area superintendent of the Las Piñas Paranaque Wetland Park, formerly known as Las Piñas Paranaque Critical Habitat and Ecotourism Area. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Ray Aguinaldo. Isang makakaligasang pagbati po sa inyong lahat. Ako po'y natutuwa at ako'y naimbitahan um, to take part in this uh, umpukan sa nayon. Hope I can share something within this one hour um, uh, na umpukan and uh, hope I can also learn something from the others. Thank you very much for that, Mr. Aguinaldo. Um, our next speaker for this morning is Julian Baldonado. Julian is an anthropologist and researcher who works with indigenous peoples in southern Philippines. She was the project coordinator of the Indigenous and Local Communities Conserved Areas and Territories project in Mount Apple under the Philippine Eagle Foundation the Department of Environment and Natural Resources, and the United Nations Development Program. She also worked on the projects geared towards policy review on land access and gender equity, as well as strengthening of governance systems. She is a UP graduate in BA Anthropology, and she is also a member of the Global Shapers Community Development Hub and one of the city-based hubs of a network of young people driving dialogue and action in more than 145 countries. Ms. Julian Baldonado is also one of the instructors of our cultural leadership program in Nayong Filipino Foundation, the first that we have uh, for all of the history of Nayong Filipino, and she handles the module called Makakalikasang Nayon. So thanks to you, Julian. Can we hear a few words from you? Magandang umaga. Um, it is an honor to join the panel for this discussion on um, Umpukan sa Nayon, uh, Makakalikasan discussion. Um, I thank Dr. Laya for inviting me and I hope that I'll be able to um, contribute also to the conversation on um, citizen-led biodiversity conservation and I hope to learn also from our fellow, uh, from my fellow panelists. So thank you for this opportunity. Thank you also, Julian. Uh, we are delighted to have you here. And last but not the least, I would like to introduce Dr. Benjamin Vallejo. He is a professor of environmental science 
and he studied fisheries and aquaculture at UP Visayas Marine Science in UP Diliman and environmental statistics and oceanography at the Bermuda Institute of Ocean Sciences and at James Cook University in Australia, where he did research on the ecology and biodiversity of Philippine beaches for, the, for his uh, doctorate in marine biology. Uh, in 2007, he did postdoctoral training at Louisiana State University and in 2011 to 2015 in Thailand. He was part of the ASEAN-wide program to manage marine invasive species brought by shipping. How interesting. And in 2016, he was an exchange professor of environmental science at St. Norbert College in Wisconsin, USA. So since 2017, he is a fellow of the International Network of Government Science Advice, or NICSA, where he gained skills in science advice in emergencies, especially for pandemics. Aside from his work as a scientist, he has an interest in the history and philosophy of science, especially on science during the Spanish colonial period of Philippine history. So during his spare time, he writes prose and poetry, reads history, and takes long walks, according to him. Um, and during... Um, before the pandemic, um, you, we would usually find uh, Dr. Vallejo with students um, in different islands conducting field work. Um, thank you very much for joining us, Dr. Vallejo. It's an honor to have you. Good morning, and uh, thank you for inviting me. No? Uh, yeah. Uh, it's a good thing that uh, Nayong Filipino is planning to develop its uh, property or lease uh, holding near the bay uh, because uh, we did a lot of research on, on ecological uh, networks for urban areas about 10 years ago. <clears throat> but now, uh, if Nayong Filipino will put a part, then we can actually help, uh, help them uh, design especially in terms of uh, biodiversity. And we need this open space, uh, especially in situations like we are now in a pandemic. We, can, uh, we really need open spaces. And so thank you again for in inviting me and I hope I can contribute, uh, contribute some ideas to the discussion. Good morning. Thank you for that, Dr. Vallejo. So Carlo, can we start? Awesome. Thank you, Laya. So good morning, everyone. Uh, now it's time for the me moderating this panel. So our topic really is to focus on creating spaces for citizen-led biodiversity conservation in urban cities. Um, and I do uh, encourage uh, the, the participants to ask questions. Please feel free to ask questions on the chat box and we will raise this up to our panelists. So to start, and I, I love that we have a very well-rounded uh, panel, and I'm happy for that. And to start with the question, let's start with this whole conversation on how do we make the future Nayong Pilipino Cultural Park and Creative Hub a learning space for citizen-led biodiversity conservation? So I'd like to start, ladies first. Julian. Good morning, um, Carla. I think um, uh, it's very important to involve stakeholders, different stakeholders um, for biodiversity conservation. Um, I think 
there's a need for collaboration here. Um, even if we say it's citizen-led, I think um, we have to work together with our um, government LGUs and different departments in that. And it's very also important to do um, uh, science-based research for this. Uh, that's one thing that we have to um, focus on when we do biodiversity conservation. So I think that's um, one of the things that we have to prioritize. Awesome. Thank you for that, Julian. Uh, may we have uh, Carlito? Uh, I'm loading, uh, I think we should uh, also collaborate with the, especially the academic, the Ed and the, the local government uh, to better have a uh, successful campaign on this uh, project. Ano? Kasi kung hindi uh, natin yan ma-inform sila, lalo na especially the students and the LGUs, kaya sinabi ni Julian, yung collaboration with other stakeholders. Uh, and then, yung plano nga natin, yung plan sa dyan sa ating uh, ngayong Pilipino uh, as uh, previously discussed during the introduction and the literature na yan ay magiging learning uh, venue. Uh, I suggest siguro magkaroon tayo ng ano uh, uh, the panel will uh, approve karoon tayo ng nga naisip ko ng isang arboretum uh, para sa mga indigenous trees natin, indigenous plants all over the Philippines since it is sana yung Pilipino kasi nung araw uh, natatandaan ko nung kumasyal ako dyan na uh, sana yung Pilipino nung uh, malawak pa yan noong I am 12 years old or 13 na uh, yan ni bawat uh, province is represented. So, ang uh, akin na mga idea siguro dyan, contribution ko na idea is that uh, we make an arboretum wherein uh, all plants and trees would be represented. Uh, maganda siguro na idea or ano, makonsider ma ng uh, foundation that would be very much uh, credit help eh, ang DNR and CR much uh, willing na tumulong yung mga foresters natin, biologists and other uh, personnel of DNR and CR. Thank you. Thank you, Carlito. Uh, it's it's fairly interesting. Uh, Julian talked about co collaboration and that's being uh, solidified by Carlito. Um, I think it's it's very important now representation of the Philippines. We're we're completely diverse all around the Philippines, and putting it in one space is really an opportunity for Filipinos and even just foreign visitors learn about the Philippines in a much more holistic manner. Um, so uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts, uh, Doctor Benjamin Vallejo. Yeah, uh, about. We're going to go into uh, citizen-led uh, biodiversity uh, conservation. 
I think it's also important to realize na we have to design the park properly. Naalala ko yung dating nayon Pilipino, anong bata ako, nag-field trip kami doon ng grade school. Naalala ko may malaking pond ba yun o lake na tinaniman ng mga native vegetation at naalala ko may mga water birds na pupunta doon. Ngayon, ah, huli ko nakita yung lumang na yung Pilipino nung bago ako umalis for my PhD, mga 1996. So pagbalik ko, dinedevelop na siya as the extension of the new airport. So so wala na. Ngayon siguro yung ating susunod na yung Pilipino, kailangan siguro i-replicate yung mga habitats na yun. So we will have more, ano, uh, tama nga si Forrester kanina, kailangan mag- maglagay tayo ng arboretum. But uh, kailangan natin din yun yung Dumadami kasi mga ibon ko may mga iba-iba yung habitats eh. So kung may wetland tayo, may may replicated forest, may replicated na open area, dadami yung biodiversity. Yun yung na, nakita namin noong research namin sa UP more than 10 years ago. Yun. Kaya siguro kung ma-apply natin yung principles na yun, uh, malamang uh, maraming ibon at ibang biodiversity sa proposed na yung Filipino cultural and creative hub. Thank you so much for the insights. Uh, also very interesting na I think everybody's inputs in terms of designing the park, the challenge is always how do you create that habitat in a space of uh, a few hectares only, diba? So that's a challenge and I hope uh, that the Nayan Filipino will take that challenge. I'm sure they are, and it seems like we have some really good uh, leaders that are taking the charge. Um, last but not least, can we have uh, Ray speak about insights on this? Yes. Um, when we say Nayong Filipino, uh, it should be a pride for all Filipinos. So by the name itself, it should show, showcase something Filipino, um, something indigenous, reflecting the culture of the Filipino. Sa akin, the design of the facility should be Filipinized. Minimized building of structures to the basic needs of the visitors. More trees should be seen in the area. The, then the plants that the, the ilalagay ay mostly should be indigenous species. And uh, I understand that the concept is a biodiversity for biodiversity conservation. Uh, let me share my... Um, the um, experience ko when I man, uh, started managing La Papacheya 2007 when it was um, established as a critical habitat and ecotourism area. Ang hirap nung umpisa eh, siguro ganyan din mangyayari dyan sa Nayong Pilipino, it was really hard to start. Uh, I arrived there in uh, 2007, uh, it's the first critical habitat of the country and it is was laden with basura, everything you, uh, you see around it is basura. I'm sure Nayong Pilipino will not have that problem. But then uh, the, uh, another problem that encountered is napaka ano yung area, it was not so um, appropriate na gawing parang um, um, biodiversity conservation kasi uh, may maraming sira, maraming kanin sa loob, maraming uh, mga nakakalat na basura. And then, but then we started doing, what we started to do is um, coordinate with other uh, other agencies do some clean ups and as you do some clean ups uh, we also did some um, uh, planting of indigenous species to enhance the um, the vegetative cover of the area tinatanggal namin unti-unti yung mga um, invasive species na trees like ipil-ipil 
until we were able to enrich the uh, vegetative cover. And then, um, uh, I understand it's a park in the Philippines, so hindi kayo pwede maglagay ng cage birds, of course. So we have to plant trees that attract birds. Uh, um, uh, indigenous din yung ba, uh, trees nilalagay natin. The surroundings are built-up areas. Uh, diba? You have hotels, condominiums, commercial establishments all around it. And having a thick vegetation with some amenities would make the area unique and could possibly arouse the curiosity of the people to entice them to take a look inside of it. Siguro to keep the people participate, may invite um, yung iba-ibang organizations to start. Yung mga formal in, uh, organizations like the Philippine Native Conservation Society. They could share siguro mga plants na, uh, in their possessions. Uh, they could share some seedlings. They start with the, the putting up of the vegetative uh, cover of the area and enhance it later. And as you grow these trees, you start um, putting the um, structures that are basically needed in the area. And as you uh, go on with it, lumalaki na yung mga puno mo. Before you know it, nandun na yung structures mo, andun na rin yung mga punong gusto mong ilagay. And hope the people uh, that you invite uh, um, uh, with their point, they will have this uh, sense of ownership and that they will act towards the protection and conservation of the area. Thank you so much for that, uh, Ray. And I think this, this really brings us to the next question. It's a perfect segue. So the next question is, the Nayong Pilipina Foundation aspires to have an urban forest and perhaps learning gardens in the future. During the pandemic and given limitations in physical mobility, what concrete steps can the Nayong Pilipino Foundation take to start pursuing these goals? So I'd love to hear everybody's thoughts. Whoever wants to start would be great. And these are good points, especially for our participants that also aspire to have their own urban forests and learning gardens in the future as well. So any, any of the panels can, can start. Well, I think in, in design, siguro, <laughs> uh, we may have to look at the, uh, at this time, no, uh, maybe the Nine Filipino uh, Foundation can, uh, can start coming up with the, the design for the urban park. Uh, I think it's only 15 hectares. Am I correct? 15 hectares lang ba siya? Um, yeah, 15 hectares, but 5.5 is being rented out. That's yeah, okay. of course. Yeah. Nine. 9.7. But Medyo, 2 is being used as a quarantine facility. Uh, uh, when we studied the green patches of Metro Manila about 10 years ago, like, magkakaiba 10 years ago, the we found out that the parang magkaroon tayo ng suitable area na ma-attract ng ibon at biodiversity. We need an area of around 25 hectares na park, parkland. No? Uh, that was the value that we came up with our scientific research. So if we, kung medyo mas maliit yung ating green space, then we need to have it appropriately designed. So perhaps yun ang una natin kailangan tutukan yung proper design. Oh. And I think we need to get the services also of uh, marami tayong qualified landscape architects. Uh, also, uh, some of them are my friends uh, like si our architect Paolo Alcazarin who has been working, uh, working with us in our scientific studies. No? Uh, yun. And also, uh, maybe kailangan meron siyang connectivity with the Lapapachea. Uh, 
Lapapetche should be preserved as as is if there's some connectivity in terms of uh, birds can fly from Lapapetche to the Nine Filipino Park. That will be an added, ano, uh, added uh, attraction, and uh, the park will have to be appropriately designed so people can can see it. So we can start with the design. Ngayon pandemic, no. Then when medyo maluwag damang ano, then we can organize activities to implement the design and also let let's say planting the the right trees uh, or setting up the artificial wetland habitats and things like that. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, and at the core, it's really design, no? but design also means collaboration. So I'm sure there are ways to uh, properly do this with the right leadership and the right people to, to join in. So hopefully that comes into fruition. Um, anybody wants to? Uh, okay, Julian? Yes. Um, in addition to the design, I think it's very important to come up with a concrete uh, conservation plan the community involved um, uh, that goes with the other agencies, DNR, LGU, and also Nayong Filipino, I think there has to be a concrete um, plan for that um, that includes the design, timeline, or the kind of indigenous plants or trees um, that should be included in the park, um, as what Pasos mentioned earlier. I think these are very important, especially now we can do that. <laughs> I guess virtually during the pandemic and then before we open the park, that's one step, you know. Um, and also, as I mentioned earlier about collaboration, maybe we can start, maybe NPF is open with an interagency committee um, based on our project earlier um, with the ICCA, um, Indigenous Community Conserved Areas. Um, we established a, what we called a REAC. That's a regional interagency committee comprised of members of um, community leaders, um, the indigenous peoples, and the DNR, NCIP, um, Philippine Foundation, the LGU, um, municipal LGU, provincial, so that we can sit down and we can align all the plans involved. As we know, sometimes, um, especially when we talk about plan, there are overlaps you know, in management. Um, so I think that's one um, step we can take so that we will be able to align the plans of the different stakeholders and we can come up with a singular plan that will help with the construction of the um, park. So I think that's one step aside from the design. Thank you so much, Julian. Those are definitely uh, specific and important steps. I'd love to hear from Ray. I think he wants to speak about his insights too. Yeah, um, Sakin, I think you have to start uh, to develop think of a theme for the park. What do you really want the park to be? What image do you want it to show to the public? Anong impression ang gusto niyong makreate? Um, I think uh, it's nice to sit down and plan, create your team. Who should work with you? What do you need? Make a vision. How do you want the area to be in five years, 10 years? Since you want to have an urban forest, prepare a planting plan. While you are doing things like this, uh, uh, Pag-isipan mo na rin yung iba na gagawin and then write it down. You should have a concrete plan na sinusundan ninyo as you go along. Para, um, and then uh, 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 with your plan, of course you have the budget. I think that's uh, what I think. Okay, cool. Short and, uh, simp uh, and uh, simple and straightforward. 
Okay, uh, Carlito, for, uh, for your insights on this question? Uh, yes, uh, yun. I agree with Ray. It's a dapat plan. And uh, ang isa kong naisip, since the area is near uh, our international airport, dapat meron din tayong uh, coordination with uh, yung airport. Uh, alam naman siguro ni Mr. Ray Aguinaldo yung uh, naging issue namin dati sa Lapapacheya na uh, yung mga uh, bird strike na naging uh, issue dyan. Allegation, yung allegation ng uh, mga, yung ating cab ba yun? Or, uh, basta sa airport, Manila International Airport Authorities na yung uh, mga birds ang nag-post ng uh, air, uh, tawag natin airstrike dyan sa bird strike na tawag nila. And then, meron din akong uh, namit dyan sa Manila International Airport Authorities about the trees na sobrang matapas daw na it pampers uh, yung, uh, yung vision ng mga pilot pag nasa baba o mataas na yung kaya dapat siguro maki ano rin natin mo bago tayo mag uh, ituloy yung ating uh, to further our plan eh, yun nga, yung sinabi rin kanina we should have a management plan ano, ano ba talaga yung gusto nating mangyari sa ngayong Pilipinas just like what the other panelists and Mr. Ray Aguinaldo have said, ano yung uh, vision, vision, ano yung sinasabi nga Anong branding ba ang dapat i-ano natin? Anong pagkakakilanlan uli ng nayong Pilipino ang gusto natin mangyari? Yan lang. Let me... Thank you so much. Um, I think Ray wants to add something there before we move yeah. to the next question. Yeah, yeah, relative to what uh, Carlito has said, tungkol dun sa uh, bird strike, no? There is already a NEDA resolution uh, that the... Uh, uh, yung uh, they cannot really attribute yung uh, mga yung bird strike to the birds at LPP Cheya. This was very obvious. You cannot directly uh, uh, tell that the birds that cause the bird strikes are from La Papacheya. So what the uh, uh, NEDA did is to issue a resolution that you cannot uh, you, you don't have to uh, uh, talk think about the birds that are around the, the airport, but then the airport should look into the management, proper management of the airport to address the birds. Kaya hindi natin dapat uh, problemahin yun eh, yung uh, uh, bird strikes. Kasi in other countries, uh, the, the parks, the bird parks are just beside an airport. Let's uh, take a look at Haneda Airport in uh, Japan. The uh, bird park is just adjacent to it. And they don't have a problem with bird strikes because the bird airport is well managed. Uh, I'm not telling that our airport is not that well managed, but then uh, let's, uh, it's time that they have to deal with it. it kaya nag-purchase na sila ng mga, uh, mga instruments to determine the mass of birds coming in the Philippines during migration season to address this uh, problem. And they have this instrument that drives them away, uh, the birds in the area, para hindi magkumpulan doon. Uh, LPP Cheya and I think Nayong Pilipi in that case, if you will have a, you, the area will be developed to attract birds, it will be like magnet to uh, attract the birds para they don't uh, fly high and they will just stay there. 
to, uh, so that the, um, the disturbance of the airport will be minimized. And with that, the airport should do also what uh, we had agreed upon during the meeting with NEDA. Uh, and, uh, they, they use the instruments. They, uh, they, um, uh, they uh, have to deal with these birds. Because in Hong Kong, if you may mga nakita tayo sa, nasa publica publication or sa charyo, uh, uh, for quite some time during the operation of the airport, titigil yung operation eh. If the massive birds are, are moving, uh, uh, passing through the airport, uh, ititigil muna nila yung operation. And that should be. Kasi the birds don't know any boundaries. They don't know political boundaries. They just fly wherever they want to go because they need to eat. They also want to live. Hindi kaya tayong nag-encroach sa area where they were, they have been doing um, uh, and uh, moving uh, safely before. Yan lang po, i-share ko sa inyo yung uh, agreement namin with NEDA and CAAP. Awesome. Thank you so much, Ray. Um, and this really brings everything for this question, wrapping it up, na, you know, we need to design it, making sure that all voices are heard. We need to consider it. But also, since we're creating a new environment, we need to consider the outside environment that's already established. And with that, we'll move to the next question, which is, what is the importance of urban parks in cities? How can policymakers ensure that there are urban parks for the public? Anyone can start? Well, uh, yeah. The importance of urban parks, uh, I think, as, I, as what uh, my colleagues, uh, College of Architectures, uh, UP, would say, na parks are not just... Uh, are not just recreational, meron siyang health value for people, no? And I think nakikita natin to sa pandemic, no? Uh, marami na tayong mga tao na naka-quarantine or stay at home, tapos they're starting to have some chronic health problems. I know this from uh, colleagues who are doctors, no? One of the things is uh, people have to have a space where they can exercise and it should be a common space. So kailangan yun. Una, uh, marami tayong green spaces according to architect Paulo Alcazarin. Uh, most of these spaces are private with a few exceptions uh, like Luneta. Pero Luneta is just too small for, for the city of Manila given the population. Also, uh, since taga-UP ako, sa UP Diliman ako nagtuturo, ang UP Diliman naging malaking public park na. But remember, hindi naman siya intended as a public park. It is uh, it is for academic purposes. So nagkakaroon na rin tayo ng mga, ng mga, ano, mga conflicts between users and the university community. So kailangan natin talaga ng public parks na, na malaki para to... Ano, at dapat yung mga mamamayan makakapunta doon nang hindi masyadong mahihirapan. Sabi nga, dapat walkable from your neighborhood, dapat ang public park. No? Uh, so, isa yun sa kahalagahan ng public spaces and I hope uh, na yung Pilipino can add to the very few green spaces we have in, in Metro Manila. Cool. Okay. And I see uh, Ray uh, raising his hand. Do you want to go? Yeah, um, susugan ko lang yung sinabi ni Dr. Vallejo. Um, urban parks give a respite to urban dwellers. 
uh, living an overlife life entails dealing with so much uh, pressure, the job, the traffic, the fear of getting uh, infected with the virus, and other things that a uh, 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 person undergoes or meet uh, every day. And that when you see something like a forest and it's just around the corner, it's accessible, doesn't entail long trip, then you can go and visit it, breathe better air, and relax from after some uh, routine. And urban parks uh, somehow refresh the body and uplift the spirit. Uh, policymakers should also see to it that every city must have green spaces if possible. Not only the strip, the strips of trees that along the roads, but quite a space to create a small forest like uh, Nayuk Filipino. We have laws that require planting of trees, creating green belts vis-a-vis -vis development. But their implementation uh, may not be so serious. A line of trees is usually enough, parang ganun na lang. Pero we need more than that. So dapat, aside from enacting laws, monitoring and implementation of, uh, is also of importance. Surely the policymakers will not monitor, but let us be vigilant and in what is happening to the environment. If projects are not well uh, implemented, we suffer. But if the projects are well implemented, implemented, then we reap the benefits. Okay ba? Di ba ganon? Yung ano natin? Small packets could help relieve yung stress sa katawan natin. Uh, having this park and Nayong Philippines, I think, is would be one. Thank you so much, Ray. And it's it's fairly interesting because I'm seeing a lot of posts during this quarantine period na a lot of people, even site are going through the entertainment city and seeing that as a valuable space for cycling, jogging, and it is really a respite. So having Nayong Pilipino there really creates this added value to what it could mean for a lot of urban dwellers, most especially when it's close to the bay and airport as well. Um, Julian, would you like to continue on? Yes. Um, so aside from being um, like what the racial, um, our, one of our participants here commented that it's a breather, you know, on our urban park. Aside from that, um, our remaining forest cover are limited to most um, in ancestral domains. Um, so that's rural areas um, in the Philippines. And I think we shouldn't put the pressure of carbon offset on these, um, on people in the communities in the ancestral domains that manage the forests, our remaining forest cover. So I think it's also important to establish urban parks. Um, there's one in Davao. Uh, it's from, actually it's the owner is Ayala. Uh, they have this urban park and they also partnered with the Filipino Foundation. And that's one reason um, for their establishment of the urban park um, to contribute to the urban uh, carbon offset. So I think um, it's quite unfair if we put the pressure, the, the responsibility to our brothers and sisters who are in the uplands, you know, to maintain the, um, the forest cover of our country. And I think um, it's only proper that we also take part in reaching our sustainable development goals, um, like life on land and um, even water for Manila Bay. So I think um, that's one way we can participate and we can um, actively contribute to the cause also. Uh, that's just my take on it. Thank you so much. And yeah, as usual, it's all about listening and designing it, future-proofing it really that makes good practices all around the Philippines, putting it here. So parang it really is, uh, 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 what's, what's, what's the word that they use? Uh, a boiling pot of everything, right? The, all the good practices that we could bring into to this new um, part. Uh, Carlito, we haven't heard from you. We'd love to hear your thoughts before we move on to the next question. 
Okay, and if uh, Carlito uh, would not like to speak, it's completely fine. And I uh, encourage everyone, I'm seeing a very uh, chatty chat, bo chat box and also on our Q&A box. So I'm re we're really, really appreciative of this. But before we move on, for the panelists, are you okay to extend a few more minutes, uh, maybe another 10-15 minutes over our time, just in case uh, there seems to be a lot of questions that we could bring in and would be really it's fine with me. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> Thank you so okay. much. Yeah. Salamat, salamat. Okay, so uh, for the Q&A, um, additional questions. And it seems like everybody's talking about plans, right? Before we even create something, we need to plan properly. So I guess uh, we, we, we'll move on to this question, really going back to the planning stages again. How can the Nayong Pilipino Foundation start designing a management plan? Question raised was that, that following Dr. Vallejo's suggestion, a good management plan from a well-thought logical framework would be a good way to start. This plan can be facilitated through participatory process planning from different cultural and environmental stakeholders of all over the country. The management plan should adopt specific zoning patterns with regulations on allowed and disallowed activities. And this really begs the question, right? How do you create that plan but also figuring out the parameters? You only have over nine hectares to actually work with. Is the question going, are we designing something flat or are we designing something vertical as well? So please feel free to bring your insights in. Ray, would you like to start? Yeah, I, I think you have to uh, uh, sit down. You know, I started to make your uh, one, uh, put up your team, and then uh, have consultations like this. Para nahirapan kasi ako na mag yung consultation should be done like this. Yeah, kung siguro pakunti-kunting consultation with other groups na face to face, that would be better para makuha mo kaagad yung inputs. And uh, right then and there, ma, 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 ma synthesize, and then onti-onti uh, you you face other uh, sectors na naman. There was somebody here uh, talking about uh, the involving the barangays, eh. Uh, pero sa tingin ko is um, in that area, uh, you don't need much of the kwan uh, mo na ng barangay. Unlike sa La Papacheya that we have to involve all the barangays uh, of coastal uh, barangays of. Uh, uh, Las Piñas and Paranaque. So, ang consultation should be by a sector na siguro para unti-unti ma-build up mo yung uh, uh, concerns and then uh, you filter it out. Ano ba talaga yung plano nyo for the area? And then you can up, come up with a, a concrete plan. And then, uh, uh, sit, uh, test mo yung okay ba yung ano. I-plan mo afterwards yung plan mo. I-public kuhan mo na naman. Kunin mo ulit yung mga kinuha mong participants po dati and talk about it. Is this what we want? Is are we go are we going towards what is desired? And then natutugunan ba natin yung gusto rin ng publiko? Gumaganong bagay? Para afterwards you have this plan and have it implemented. Thank you for that. Does anybody want to add on to that? Uh, let me just clarify. So in, in October last year, we were supposed, uh, 
uh, the cabinet already approved two billion to build this park. It was supposed to be PPP, so hybrid development with Tiaza funding of two billion, and then find a private partner. Uh, and we were looking at maybe thirty percent. Um, again, um, maybe low low use commercial spaces as the private partner. Uh, so it would have been probably still less than. I don't know. I mean, it was up for master planning, but then COVID happened and that $2 billion got taken away. But the um, desire to create that part and the mandate to create that part is still there. And I think this is the uh, exercise that um, we're, we're doing now. Uh, because if that pushed through, if COVID didn't happen, then master plan master planning would have gone on. We were already in initial talks with the UP Institute of Biology to ask how to mainstream wildlife conservation. So we were also in talks with uh, UP College of Architecture um, to make the site like a laboratory for its students. Like how do you promote Philippine cultural heritage in a space like that? Uh, so we're taking note of the suggestions. Um, somebody said that we should have a technical working group and we agree. Actually, we're, we're really interested in knowing what the current programs of DENR are because we want to support them. Like we don't, we have no intention of reinventing any wheel. Uh, we, we want to support like whatever you're doing. If you have something on urban biodiversity, then yes, please use the site as your um, as your experimental site, if you need like uh, maybe like a whatever a watchtower uh, in that area, then we would gladly offer Nayong Pilipino for that. Um, we need, um, I guess, guidance on what is safe to build during the pandemic because our intention is really to have something, uh, some activities already done there because we understand that the work of biodiversity conservation continues with or without. Um, a pandemic and that's what we want the site to be used for now thank you for that i think ray wants to uh respond to that i think you know, if the area is limited to put in some yung sinasabi yung laboratory um we just built um the wetland center at lapapacheya and uh, there is a space there for laboratory of you cannot accommodate yung, um, in the area we can offer uh, our laboratory some to be kasi doon na yung building eh doon yung wetland center building it will house a laboratory a small museum uh, a mini theater our office of course and a cafe where uh, you could uh, eat something and kung hindi niyo accommodate lahat uh, we can offer our area for the laboratory services siguro uh, it's good na andyan na yung Pilipino kasi uh, what I'm thinking is yung corridor ng movements ng birds from that area, from La Papacheya within the Bay Area pupunta dyan kung uh, they could be attracted in that area and uh, dito sa Cavite it's not so far away, away naman that could be uh, magko-connect connect lahat yan connected by Manila Bay and uh, we can have the we can protect the birds migratory um lalo na yung mga migratory birds so frequent the area at mas marami sila kaysa yung local birds natin during uh, migration season awesome uh i guess if anybody uh if no one has any thoughts for this question 
uh, I'd love to uh, plug in or at least have this opportunity, brief opportunity to invite all the participants and even the panelists. This is going to be a day-long conversation. So this first episode is really insights from members of the state. 2 to 3 p.m. later on would be insights from civil service organizations, society organizations. And then lastly, at the end of the day, we will have insights from international experts. So creating this holistic, multi-level, inclusive, and diverse uh, consultation from different parts of the globe from experts, right? So, and I guess the next question is, we're talking about plans. How about we look for the best case studies? If I ask the panels right now, and I heard that Carlito is back as well, I'd love to hear his thoughts. What are great local or also international case studies that maybe Nayang Pilipino can actually research on. I've heard some chat, uh, some conversations on, you know, take some good practices from the Musungi Geo Reserve or some good practices on how Gardens by the Bay did it. So, um, of course, there are different varied cases, but I'd love to hear your thoughts or at least examples that Nayang Pilipino can take a list and see how they can be inspired from their from works of use cases already. Thank you. Dr. Vallejo, would you like to, I'm sure you have a few examples in mind already. In cases, uh, well, uh, for the, the science part of uh, monitor or looking at the biodiversity of green spaces in urban areas, I think uh, uh, we at UP Diliman and UP Los Banos, we have made uh, several studies on that, no? But we were not, uh, in, in, my, in our study nung 10 years ago, we were actually looking at cert certain parks. No? Uh, tinignan namin yung Ninoy Aquino Park and also Quezon Memorial Circle, aside from the American War Memorial, uh, which is actually, uh, we can consider it as private. No? Hindi naman lahat nakakapunta doon. So we, we, we have some baseline data on what birds will be found and how big the area should be. Now, uh, of course, our studies did not have the inputs of landscape architects. No, since uh, I think the next phase, if we're going to look at this in um, in a uh, more system uh, scientific way, uh, we would need the inputs of the landscape architects, especially in the design aspect. No, uh, well. Yung iba kasing public parks, hindi ko alam kung napag-aralan na siya in uh, scientific surveys of biodiversity. Uh, we wanted to do it further, but uh, we have problems with access. Uh, one of the reasons is some of the green spaces are privately owned. Okay? So, I think, uh, yeah, there are some studies, but uh, we need to build up on that. And I think this, you know, this uh, proposed project of Dayong Pilipino is very important in because it will build upon uh, those earlier studies that were done 10 years ago. And since it was 10 years ago, this, uh, ngayon, mas importante yun uh, as our conditions in the, in the NCR has changed compared to 10 years ago. Thank you for that, Dr. Palyao. Uh, Julian, would you like to uh, include your inputs. Yes, um, like I mentioned earlier, there's this um, urban forest no, in Davao. Um, maybe we can look into that. Um, there are volunteers, I guess. Um, what we plan is citizen-led biodiversity right, um, in urban forests. So there are volunteers 
planting trees, around 15,000 trees, and these are endemic. So I think that's one thing we can do. We have to make sure, again, that the trees, the species there um, are endemic, um, although we have to recognize the migratory birds. No? And I think uh, one thing we can look at, there's this sense of ownership when it comes to urban forests and the biodiversity that's there. So I think that's very important also when we try to brand our urban forest um, to make people more, um, not just interested, but to be able to participate, um, to be active in, um, in, in taking part in these um, management of urban forests. So that's one thing I think that we can um, take a look into. Uh, urban forest and here in Davao. <laughs> so, I, but it's quite difficult, I guess, given the pandemic now that we're in quarantine, that's really um, one, of our, one of the challenges today. So I'm not sure if there's a published article on it, but I guess we can um, still uh, contact and communicate with other stakeholders and with even the private um, organizations or companies that have already conducted this. Um, especially in um, Philippines, I think it's best to look at it locally also um, to see what's apt or appropriate for um, here in the urban forest in nine Filipino. So I guess just just one thing we can do. Okay, good notes on there. And then Ray, would you like to add something before we move to the next question? You're on mute. Uh, there you go. Uh, Ray? No? Okay, nothing. Okay. Nope, no, no worries. So I guess that's, uh, um, we'll move on to the next question. And you know what's, what's interesting? You said, you know, if, let's not, let's not consider these as gaps, but we also need to see them as opportunities to improve now. And, you know, I think in terms of like my use cases, uh, Dr. Vallejo was talking about, what about access? Where do we get the funds to actually make it work? We're also looking at now some really good case studies are coming from um, privately owned ones. Um, and really, maybe the next question is, can we create this database of good studies all around the Philippines and create that boiling pot for, for Nayang Filipino? Or maybe for uh, recommendations for other urban forests in, in the Philippines. So lots to do, uh, definitely lots to do. Uh, and this brings me to uh, my, my next question. Uh, it's more idea, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're thinking about ideological and also looking at the vision. No? Um, since we're wrapping up and we're over time already, but uh, I'd like to ask all the panelists and even see at, attorney uh, Karen as well, if you'd like, um, to ask you, what, what is your dream for Nayang Pilipino and for the Philippines urban forest future? Uh, I'd like to love to hear. Um, there are no right or wrong answers here. I think we should always shed a positive light just to close off the panel. Thank you. Who wants to start? Okay, let me start. Um, just sharing my experience uh, when I managed uh, in managing La Papacheya. When we started in 2007, we were talking about the, the vision of having it as a, an ecotourism area, 
um, recognized for its uh, 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 yung value ng kanyang um, uh, biodiversity and uh, uh, putting up more yung mga uh, internationally uh, um, ano yun, accepted standards na facilities and that was uh, uh, 2007 pa noon it's already 2020 we could see a lot of changes now sa Lapapatseya. So first, you have the dream, you have the vision. Say five years, ten years from now, it would look like this. And then don't let it slip. Uh, your dream should be, uh, you have to move to attain that dream. That's what we did with Lapapatseya. We dream, dream a lot. Na sanay may wetlands park, wetland center tayo, sanay may boardwalk, my visitor center. And then, after the, after so many years, uh, so kalang, and uh, we were lucky that uh, we have Senator Villar in the area supporting us. She donated the wetland center. She donated the wave. She's um, uh, trying to uh, uh, her best. Now we got the budget annually, and all our uh, although hindi naman lahat na babajetan, nagirapan din kami. So uh, dream, envision the area. Like sa akin na yung Pilipina, I would like to see it as um, a small packet of, 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 of um, nicely forested area but, uh, with the, some um, indigenous species of trees or other plants. Uh, and then you have the, some birds uh, roaming around that I could go there and put and um, take photos of all these birds. I understand Mike and his group, Mike Lu of Wild Bird Cup of the Philippines went there a few weeks ago. Uh, tignan mo, wala pang vegetation yung area. Marami ng ibon na nakita. How much more if you put more vegetation that would attract birds? The proper vegetation, that, uh, the proper trees or plants that are supposed to be in a place like that. Na, uh, you have to recreate a forest. Uh, Angkop dun sa klase ng lupa. And then dream of the forest na nandun that would give respite to the, to the uh, people who will visit, who will visit this uh, who will visit it like me. Kung pupunta ako, I would like to sit down and watch the birds, take photos, relax, breathe um, better air, and then go home, um, relieve somewhat, the, uh, a bit relieved from these uh, uh, pressures of uh, living in a city. I think that's all for me. That's my dream for Nayong Filipino. Thank you for the passion and continue on, sir. Uh, who wants to go next? Um, we'd, we'd like to hear from the panelists first and then because uh, I want to know if your dreams are similar to ours. Okay, uh, I think yung, what are yung, what they want to see the new Nayang Pilipino. May tatanong lang kasi uh, a lot of people are asking me uh, about matagal lang. Uh, how what of the old dying Filipino will be recreated? So may nagtanong nga, ibabalik ba yung mayon volcano? Okay, in the, in the old, in the, in the new dying Filipino. Maybe that's a challenge for the planning. No? Kasi yung old mayon volcano, na, na, parang nadikit sa utak namin nung maliliit kami. Natutuwa nga kami nakita namin yun eh. Yung artificial mayon volcano. Anyway, uh, more seriously speaking, no? I think magpinlan itong, ano, itong pinlano itong uh, new development na ito. I think kailangan i-consider din yung ano eh yung kanyang connectivity or with La Papachea and perhaps it could it, it could be promoted as a major attraction with La Papachea no but and um kasi malapit lang siya 
and also the yung, yung again yung dahil maliit siya no around 9 hectares eh, kailangan talaga properly planned so i think we should get the inputs of our best landscape architects and also uh, our science community and even our citizen scientists uh, but for example the bird watchers the plant people uh, they are a source of a lot of expertise din eh, for for the planning purposes so we need to get them all on board and um and of course, we should not forget the revenue-generating aspect. No, uh, obviously the park has to pay for its own way, and also make uh, we have to ensure that it is accessible to a lot of people. Maybe yung access to the park. Okay, uh, as I said earlier, maraming gusto pumunta sa ibang green spaces natin, but they are privately owned, and in some cases, uh, hindi sila makapasok don basta-basta. Okay. So I think those are the major challenges for Nayong Filipino and I, I'm very hopeful that Nayong Filipino will be able to meet up, meet up those challenges and probably will have another major tourist attraction for the NCR very near the airport. So it would be for people who are just staying overnight in, in Metro Manila and moving on to other places, maybe they can easily visit it if they stay near hotels near the airport. So let's see, uh, tingnan natin, and uh, hopefully in a few years or maybe in a short time, we will see our vision fulfilled. Optimism is always important. So I'm really happy that you, you're optimistic about the future. I am too. I think we all are so far. Julian? Yes, um, the first time I heard about the National, uh, the Nayong Filipino Park, no, I was very excited. Because I don't think there's a lot of, uh, I mean, honestly speaking, I don't think um, a lot of government uh, foundations <laughs> prioritize um, our, you know, biodiversity. Although that's um, commendable for NPF and for DNR um, to come up with plans to conserve what we have here, especially the endemic um, species that we have. Um, I think I we have to develop a deep connection and sense of ownership, no? Um, with the places um, biodiversity and history because I think that will increase the conservation value of our urban parks. So we have to, even if it's just a small park, nine hectares, that's really small and the amount of work is actually big because of its size. Um, we also have to create that um, connection with people so that um, people can continue, you know, um, continue visiting, we, we already have that with the history of NPF now the park. I mean, I hear a lot of people um, reminiscing about their childhood and what they know about the park. And even some of them are worried what will happen. So I think we have to continue that one. And also, there, there is a need for proper governance. Um, you shouldn't forget that we have to have alignment of plans, collaboration among stakeholders. So um, this is also commendable that we are already starting with the consultations um, this is really uh, vital you know, for the management of the plants. And at the same time, I think we have to um, also consider uh, the people who will take care of the park. Because um, in other parks, uh, there's already this thing that we call uh, environmental service. So I think we have to make sure that we have the budget for the environmental piece of the people who take care of the parks uh, for those who are 
part of the conservation in that area. So I think that's very important. And then it will make sure that people, other people, other citizens are participative and are active in protecting and in conserving what we have in the park. You know? So I think that's one thing we have to look at to remember the environmental service of those involved in the park. And hopefully, I really hope that it will be a wonderful one and that is open to people. And I do hope to visit it someday when you know, quarantine is not so, <laughs> um, we have a loose one and then we can get over the pandemic, the challenges. So um, good luck <laughs> to NPS. Thank you, everyone. Uh, I, Carlita is not yet back, but uh, I guess um, this is like just thinking about our, our past memories of Nine Filipino. It's still ingrained in us and it really re created this impact Now it's fairly important that we have that identity and those values really going towards the future generation. And uh, the mission really for Nang Pilipino is to celebrate cultural heritage, Filipino diversity, and creativity as a social and economic force for national development. So I'd love to hear from uh, Attorney Karen for her thoughts, and we'll pass it on back to Laya. So my personal vision is the Philippines with 100% forest cover. And I know that's not going to happen in my lifetime. <laughs> so I guess the, the, small, the, the dream that we need to come true for that, we want Nayon to be part of a wildlife corridor along Manila Bay. And this is why we really see the importance of La Papachea. We want to support the DNR in its efforts to conserve urban biodiversity. Um, so the space, it's, it's called the cultural park because it's, it should also showcase Philippine heritage. Um, so I guess all of you have memories of the old Nayon and field trips there. The thing is, I don't because I didn't grow up in Metro Manila and the only time I went was to bring, um, I was an ECOSOC member in college and we brought students from public schools on a field trip there and I was so busy chasing the children not to disappear that I didn't really notice what was there. And then shortly after, I think the park was closed. Um, so we want it to be a more neutral space where everybody gets a chance to show their culture. The problem with putting permanent structures like a Mayon volcano or chocolate hills is that the other volcanoes and the other hills will complain. So why aren't we in the representation of the Philippines? And that's one of the design problems that we're dealing with uh, in creating that park. We don't want to exclude people because it's already 2020 and we know more about the Philippines now. Uh, so two things, uh, um, as Carlo mentioned, we want to celebrate the cultural diversity of the Philippines. And we want to be a tool in protecting urban biodiversity. So that's really the dream. Like we want a space where we can teach the children to take care of their heritage. So it's also a space where children can um, get dirty safely. Uh, so it's that. Um, I don't I grew up in Cebu. The only park we had was Fort San Pedro, which is like a very tiny Spanish uh, fort. Um, and it was only when we visited uh, cities abroad that you realize that it's actually possible to have a forest in the city. So that's the dream for Nayon, to make an urban forest uh, that everybody can enjoy. Thank you so much. Uh, I just realized that we're both Bisnak 
Wala, taga Cebu man side ko. Mayayong buntag. So, with that, uh, thank you so much for the panels. Thank you so much for Nayang Pilipino for gathering, gathering all of us together to talk about, you know, the future of Nayang Pilipino and also our urban forest. And that really brings us uh, as a way of gratitude that, you know, as part of the Philippine Parks and Biodiversity, our goal really is to uh, focus to conserve and enhance protected areas and its biodiversity for present and future generations. And I mean, we applaud Nayang Pilipino for creating, just starting this initiative, bringing different stakeholders, bringing us to collaborate and really talking about what the future for Nayang Pilipino would be really for the future generations. Uh, thank you so much. And on behalf of the panelists, uh, thank you for everybody that's joined us. And I'll pass it on to Laia for the closing remarks. Thank you everyone for attending. Definitely, this is not the last conversation. We would like to improve our Ungukan sessions. So we will be sending everyone a questionnaire for you to evaluate us for suggestions and communicate uh, other inputs on how we would want to shape future iterations of Ungukan. We would also like to remind everyone to attend episode civil society organizations. Uh, Mike Lewis was with us this morning uh, and has been providing crucial inputs in the chat box. Episode 3 will have leaders from international institutions and we will be giving e-certificates to those who complete all three episodes. Uh, this has been really productive. Uh, the Nayong Pilipina Foundation will definitely consolidate all, all the recommendations of our experts this morning. We are also learning many valuable insights from attendees, and these we will definitely include in the drawing board. Yes, we believe in interagency collaborations. It will be really crucial. Uh, we want to collaborate with La Papache. We want to collaborate with DNR, definitely. And we want to involve more young people in this advocacy as well. I saw a question in the Q&A, how do you involve the youth? We will be releasing announcements on that more uh, in our social media page. We also want to have more, more partners from civil society organizations. I like the idea of convergence with other parks in Manila, not just in Manila, but the Philippines. Uh, we definitely need more allies for Nayong Filipino, so we would like everyone to please help us. Let this be only the beginning of our clamor for parks for the public and future generations of Filipinos. Thank you very much everyone. See you this afternoon.